Okay. Um, okay. We did this. We did, did this like the first couple of years I was here, I think, and then like I didn't do it for a little while. I was like, I don't know if people want to come. And then like it's so nice. We did it last year, and it was such a nice thing. So I said, let's keep it going. Um, one thing I have to say, as I'm about to give you all these different Torah for your seder, the seder is not about different Torah. Say that one more time. The Seder is not about Divrei Torah. We're so what? Can you tell my vlog? Okay. So, okay. So, 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 I'm out of here. So, uh, uh, so, what, so, uh, so I, okay, I'm about to give you Divrei Torah for the Seder. So like, what am I doing, right? Okay, so. so. Wait, so it's why not, is it not for Divrei Torah? Okay, so what I mean is like this. Let's hear it. The Seder, the Seder is a night to talk with our children and with each other in general about Amuna. It's the night of Amuna. It's a night to talk about why we believe that there's a God in heaven who created the world and controls the world. That's what the Seder is about. We look in the Sefer HaChinuch, we look in the Ramban, the goal of the Seder, the goal of the Korban Pesach, the goal of everything, the whole point is to remember that Hashem, gracious Hashem creates the world, Hashem shows that He is in control of the world. Yeah, in control of the world. So that's what the Seder is supposed to be. Right? That's what, that's what Yitzhiya Sutraim is. Shavuos is Torah. Hashem gave us the Torah. Yitzhiya Sutraim is Hashem is the controller of the world and continues to be the controller of the world. So that means the Seder is an opportunity to talk about Amuna. And if you have older children and older people and adults that sit around the table, it's a time to talk about the questions we have about Amuna. It is. It's an opportunity. Why, why did Hashem put us in Mitzrayim and then take us out? What's that about? Right? Whatever your questions are, right? Talk about him. It's the night of questions. So the children will ask. But we mean it for real. Not one of my kids always kids with me. He says, ah, oh, but it's so weird because they answer every question so the children will ask. So then what, what are we doing here? I said, no. But yeah, then you ask and then we talk about something real. Right? It's not just so the children will ask and then we laugh and then we move on. It's they're going to ask, well, why is tonight different than any other night? And what is unique about tonight? What are we supposed to do here? So the answer to the question of what are we doing here and the Sefer Chinuch makes that clear is to talk about Amuna. Right, that we believe in HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Hashem is in control of the world, he's, in, he's involved in our life, and if that means, and it should mean, conversations about what that means for our life. Right, so we, we should talk about that at the Seder. When I say that the, the, the Seder is not for Divrei Torah, what I'm about to give you lots of Divrei Torah, is that it shouldn't just be a Divrei Torah fest, which it's like, oh, nice idea, oh, nice idea, oh, nice idea, let's see. Right, then, we're, then we're missing something. But if the nice ideas bring us to conversation, I, I even, I tell my kids this. I say, choose like a few. You're gonna, each going to say, like, a, it depends how many people are at the Seder, right? But like, you're going you're to get three or four, you know? I want to pick some good ones, and then we'll use some of yours at the, at the table, right? On, on Yantif. We're not going to say every single Torah you learned in school, because then we're just firing Torah Again, it's still nice. The excitement they have to share Divrei Torah is a beautiful thing. I think it's a great model for, by the way, for the whole year, right? With the Divrei Torah at the Seder, the Seder is the ultimate Shabbos table, right? But the, my point just is, even as I'm going to share with you Divrei Torah, the goal should be, at least when, you know, as us, as the adults at the table are sharing Divrei Torah, it should be to, to share ideas that, that bring us to that point, that bring us to conversation. Um, and by the way, the conversation can happen during the meal also. It doesn't have to be just during Magid. And I've told you this before, and I said it in Shabbos, like, although it shouldn't be that it takes five hours to get the Magid. That's not to, to get, to, to get to the, the meal. That's not going to eat. It's boring. It's going to be annoying. We don't want it to be boring. We want it to be fun so, and, and engaging. It depends on everyone in their own age you know, and where they are in life. But, so I say that as a, as a caveat because I'm about to tell you, so I hope, share with you some nice different stories. But, but again, the goal is so you find a, one or two things that you think are nice and you'll share one or two of them. So that's amazing. You know, that's great. Just that they should, meet, they should be meaningful 
and take us in the right direction to have a conversation. Okay, so the first two words I have to you come from my new favorite Haggadah, which is the Reb Melech, Reb Melech on the Haggadah, Reb Melech Biderman. If you don't have this Haggadah, I would just, if you like this stuff, if you like these two, the Torah, then I would suggest you go get it. It's at every farm store in the, in the world right now. Reb Biderman is just full of chizik. Every single thing he says is chizik. He's an amazing Adam Gadol who lives in Bnei Brak. I think he lives in Bnei Brak, Shalim. And he... Uh, just says beautiful, beautiful ideas. The first idea is actually a Shabbos Agadol idea, but it's really a, it's, it's a, it's a fully Pesach idea. And he writes as follows. There are many reasons given for the name of this Shabbos. So the Shabbos we just had, Shabbos Agadol. One is that it's a reference to the great miracle that took place on, the, on that day, and another connects it to the Pasuk read in the Haftorah. That tells of the great day that will come, Yom HaShem HaGadol V'Hanorah, right? One of the ideas, right, that uh, it was the day we took the... We took the the sheep from the, from the Egyptians, they said, what are you doing, Daddy? We said, we're going we're gonna to kill it. And they're like, that's our God. What's your deal? Right? And like, that happens that night. That was a big miracle. Nate, that was Hagadol. It was on Shabbos. And that was, a big, that was a, big, a big nace. But now he writes as follows. Perhaps we can suggest another answer as well. On this Shabbos, people often have to give up their usual habits in deference to the fact that the house is being readied for Pesach. I don't know about you. My, my dining room is now filled with boxes of chametz things while my kitchen is now Pesach. Day, right? It's very annoying and hard and we just like feel out of sorts, right? Maybe instead of challahs, they're just small rolls and instead of eating in the comfort of the dining room, the pseudos are being held in a cramped kitchen, the hallway or outside on the porch. They're living in Eretz Israel. People sometimes dig their heels in during such situations, insisting that change is wrong and they need to show proper respect for the Shabbos and its meals by treating this Shabbos as all others, whatever the cost to those around them. They want to eat their regular foods in the regular place. It might sound holy, but it is wrong. What is right it's to be mevat there, to respect the will of others and conduct the Shabbos in a way that makes it easier for the, uh, for the ones charged with preparing for Pesach. Being mevat there is what makes a person big. So this Shabbos gives us a chance to be a gadol. Shabbos a gadol. The Shabbos to be big. Rav Arla Belzer was once traveling by taxi and he had to bend over to enter the car. To move forward, he reflected, a person has to bend over. The Yisrael 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 of Alexander explained the power of mikvah this way. A person has to crouch and bend themselves to be submerged by the water, and that act is itself an act of purity. Before Pesach, we get this gift, a Shabbos Hagadol, a Shabbos in which we can be great, and the way to be great is by submitting to the needs of those around us. And obviously, this is not just about Shabbos Hagadol, this is about Erev Pesach, it's about this whole week, it's about Pesach itself. Right? There's so much stuff and it all comes out. If I could tell you, like people who are struggling with things in life, somehow the week before Pesach, it all starts to explode because there's so much pressure and so much anxiety and so much stress and everything just like kind of comes to a head. And so it's a good thing to think about it, whether this is something you share at the Seder table or whether it's something that you're just thinking about this week. I think it's an important message. To be a, to be a gadol, to be a gadol means to be mevat. To be, to be big means to make yourself small. To be big means to say, you know what? It's okay. We'll get takeout four nights in a row and whatever. It doesn't matter. And it's fine. I'm not going to look at the bill. We're just going to go. And like, it's okay. Yes, we'll go six more times to that supermarket and that supermarket and that supermarket. And it's fine. We'll just get it and it'll be fine. And it'll be fine. And it's hard and it's stressful. But when we, when we make ourselves small, we make ourselves big. Okay. That's idea number one, maybe just to set, our, set the stage for this week. Okay. The next idea actually relates to an idea I actually said a few weeks ago in Shul, but it's not the same idea. It's a different idea. And this also relates, I, I think, to the, the hard work that takes place getting ready for Pesach and the hard work that Pesach is itself. Because I think we like, 
talk about how amazing he is. Yeah, the Seder, and it's great, and we also talk about a lot, we crash a lot on our way into the Seder, because it's hard, and even the Seder itself is very late, and we feel tired, and the second Seder, I can't imagine to do this again, and there's a lot of, like, it's hard. It's not, it's not easy work. It's like everyone jokes about, like, come back from vacation to work, right? And everyone's like, how was your holiday? And everyone's like, <laughs> like I have some holiday like I wasn't skiing I was like this is hard work right because it is hard work it's not vacation it's not I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think it's meant to be vacation to be honest it's not meant to be vacation it's meant to be an avoda it's avoda sashem it's meant to be an avoda okay and he writes in the following this is quoting from Shalom Zavnarbach he writes the, the, the Prophet says in Shir Hashim I'll tell you outside you don't have to read it we don't have to read every single word inside but he writes like this the Prophet says in Shir Hashim banalim it's a positive, like I said, we mentioned a few weeks ago in Shul, we said different, a different, different pshat then. Right? That how beautiful are the pa'amayich. Right? It, means, it really means the legs. Right? The, the, the feet of Am Yisrael. Right? And, what is the, and, the, and the Gemara explains what does it mean. It's how beautiful are the shoes, right? Na'alayich, the shoes of Am Yisrael, b'sha'a om la regal, the time they go up in Ali Ala It's a very beautiful idea. Right? How beautiful it is the shoes of Am Yisrael when we go in Ali Ala regal. And the kasha, of course, is... When you go out Yala Regal, the thing that's unique about your feet is not your shoes, it is your lack of shoes. And you go on the, on the Harabayas, you have to take your shoes off. So why would we praise Kalah Yisrael for wearing shoes? So he points out such an interesting Ha'ara. When Kalah Yisrael would go up to Shalayim for, for uh, Yala Regal, what would they do? They would leave their homes. They didn't have Shabbos locks and alarms and all kinds of, I mean, I don't know what they did, but they didn't have those things, Right? And there was this really big fear. I'm going to leave to go to Yerushalayim. I'll be gone for who knows how long, two, three weeks. My field is left totally unguarded because who's going to guard it? Everyone's going to Yerushalayim. Except for who knows who's around. The chavr who's not, and the chavr who's not going is, I don't know what kind of chavr that is. Right? And they're going to be around. And my, my house is going to be open. Someone told me. I didn't know this. It was like a terrible thing. Apparently, it's true. In Eretz Yisrael, a lot of times in some places, if you, go to make, if you, if you make a wedding, it's known you have to get a house sitter for your, for your house. Why? Because... I know of him, no. When you make a wedding, and someone just told me this, that this is true, that the, your house could get burglarized when you go to make a wedding because everyone knows you're, you're gone. You're when not I was home. I in Yeshiva in Israel 30 years ago. Somebody asked me to house sit their house on the night. And then I went to my wedding. It's a, why. it's a real thing. It's a we real thing. It happens. People know because everybody knows everybody and everyone knows. And the Chavah's not, people are not around and they, they steal your stuff. It's crazy. So, um, so there was that fear. So the Torah actually gives a, gives a promise gives a promise that it's not going to happen, actually. The Torah tells us, that people will not covet each other's land. So it's like a promise that God gives, don't worry, go up, and I'm going to take care of it. Same promise God gave us like by Shemitah, right? If you, take, if you do Shemitah, so year six, seven, and eight will be extra, extra good. Hashem understands our fears. So we go up, and you're walking to Yishalim. What happens? So it says you're walking to Yishalim, and you're nervous. You feel bad. You're like, it's going to be, I don't know, I know I should go, but it's hard. I'm not, right? Like, remember, like, everyone... We always say, oh, then everyone was Sadiq. Everyone has struggled also. It's hard. They'd go up and they'd be walking and going and going. And the whole way through, they're kind of worried and thinking like, holy cow, I hope everything's okay. I hope, like, did I lock the door? Did I not? Right? Like, worried about it. And then you get to your Shalayim and you get to the Harbayas. You take your shoes off. And you go up. And it's like, like it's amazing. And it's an amazing experience. And you get, you read the Shekhinah and it's like this incredible experience. So if you ask me what would be the thing that Hashem would praise, He would praise us being on the Harbayas. Right? Seeing Klai Yisrael together with me, enjoying and spending time, that's the thing that makes me so happy. So Hashem Zalman said, no. No, the, no. I know Hashem loves the most. He doesn't love us when we're, He loves us then too, the most when we're up on the Harabais. He loves us when we are, but not alaych, when we're walking up. 
when we're fighting ourselves and we're struggling and we're not sure and it's hard for us and we do it anyways and we get started and we go, that is the sweetest to Baruch And that's why it says, When you get going and you do the hard thing, even though it's hard to do and it makes you worried and you're not sure and it's going to cost me a lot of money and what's going to be and I have all these people in my house and, uh, uh, right? and, I'm, like, and I'm, I'm, I'm my shoes on this week right? and, and working hard at it and we have to travel, whatever we're going to do, right? It's hard. That, the Rebbe Shalom is not Shepi Nachas only when we sit at the Seder table. He's Shepi Nachas on our way there. On our way there, because that's, that's the hard work. Mayafu Pamayich Bane Alim, specifically. That's the great levels that Kadosh Baruch was proud of us for when we work hard, but we're still wearing our shoes on our way to work hard together. So we can do that if you want to thank the person who uh, makes your Seder possible with this vort. Maybe a good idea. The person, you know, the, the person or people who, who made it happen it's a nice, uh, it's a nice word, Tisha. Okay, you can see your Biederman. He's a chizuk machine. You just see those two words. So if you like those words, I'm hard. I'm happy to uh, publicize for art school. You should get the safer because I love it. I've never sat with a Haggadah and just read. Like I don't do that. I, like, I, I jump around a little bit. I just I'm reading in, like in order, like a say like a safer. Because it's so it's so every every word is like a chizuk machine. Okay, good. Okay, we get to the seder and we say right and we say. Right? We sit down and we say, you know, everybody wants to come, comes to the meal, and everyone's asked the kasha. What's the kasha? They're here already. If you want to invite people, invite them before. This is too late. What are we doing? Why are you inviting people? You're already sitting here. What are you inviting them for? What's that, what's that about? There's a safer, Haggadah uh, Galt Vihagadata, written by Vigadata, written by Rav Yaakov Galinsky. He's a... He's a He's a, a Rav in Eretz Yisrael. I don't know who he is really, but I've seen some of his Haggadah is very beautiful. And he writes like this, Lo muvan, I don't understand. And this is his kasha. Halo afilu ani Yisrael lo The rule is, even the poorest person in Am Yisrael, right, cannot eat until he, until he sits down at the Seder, right? lo shalosh matzos Seder. Right? Even the, the poorest person has to get themselves three matzos, Four cups of wine, they have to figure it out. Everybody's got to do that, right? So who are you inviting? Everyone has to figure it out, right? So everyone's figuring it out before. And, we, and our responsibility is moschitim to provide. Like, we provide it for everybody. Everybody should have by now, right? Kol matzah v'tafkida. Ayona v'tachtona l'lecha mishnah. I have to have the right amount, right? Two, two. I'm soyus l'afikomen. A middle one for l'afikomen. Ula ala chilas matzah. Lechem oni berprusa v'tachtona l'korech. I have to have three matzahs. And you say, no, everybody come, everybody come. Everyone should have by now. That was our job to make sure everyone has. So he writes like this. And let's assume. Imagine you say, oh, really? And someone shows up and walks in the door. What are you going to give him? Ready? Let's say I'm the person who doesn't have so much. And all I have is my three matzahs. And all I have is four cups of wine. I don't have more than that. What would happen? I don't have anything left. I have just by those three matzahs, that's going to be all, I have to have five kazesis of matzah, and I'm not going to have enough. Right? And what's the answer? If someone would talk a walk in, and all you had was your three matzahs, what would you do? That's all chumris. If you stop it, because I had some matzah, what would you do? You throw out all the chumras. Five kazes of matzah the seder is the right thing to do. But that is not the ikra din. The ikra din is to eat 
one kazais of matzah. Take your hand, right? If you don't know what a kazais is, take a, take a, take a shmur matzah, do this, right? And that's a kazais, that's it, right? Some people say this, right? But th- this is it, this is it. You have three matzahs, and there's a person who comes in who doesn't have, what are you going to do? You're going to give him a matzah. Oh, no, I won't have three. So you won't have three. It's okay. Another person, another Jew doesn't have. So you won't have the most machmir. You won't have the greatest shear. You won't have the most. You won't have the best Borough Park matzah. It's got $100 a buy, whatever it is, you know? You're not going to see you won't have it. It's okay. You'll have less. Kayotzi bekach. And he says, I'll give you the example. Vayachel noach ish adama v'yita kerem. He says, we know that Noach, Noach, uh, when he came out of Teva, so he, he plants a vineyard. V'darshu bo shenasachulin u'mitzari tamim hayali ish adamaz. Like, so terrible, what happened to Noach? Like, he falls, right? If he says, ish tzadik, and he plants a, a vineyard. So what, why is that bad? He says, madua. Maybe the reason why he planted that vineyard was to make Kiddush. Maybe that's why. Right? So, what's, so why, why are we not happy with him? He writes like this. It's a Jerush, obviously. He says, if the world has been destroyed, you don't have to worry about a chumras. If, 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 if you have to choose something to plant, what are you going to plant? You're going to plant wheat. And get right, oh, but if I have wheat, I'm not going to have wine for Kiddush. What's the answer? What are you going to do? You'll make Kiddush on? The bread. Oh, but that's not the best. The answer is it doesn't matter if it's not the best. When you're stuck, and there's a difficult situation, you throw away your chumrus and you do the ikaradin, which you can make kiddush on bread, right? It's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's cute, right? But, and he says, Kulam shamuel Everyone knows about the chumrus of the chazanish. I heard the chazanish say the following. I'm not, I'm not a machmir, right? I'm not, I'm, not, I'm, not so, I'm not so machmir. And he says, basically, what about all your chumrus? He says, no, no, no. Chumrus are when you have a chance for extra. But if you don't have a chance for extra and it's going to hurt somebody else, then I dropped the chumras, he said. And I, and I just threw the ikra in it. So why do we say kodich ben yesev yechel? It's such a beautiful idea. Why do we say kodich ben yesev yechel? What we say is, even if someone coming in would mean I wouldn't have enough and I just have a small amount, I don't care. Drop it. You'll get basic and everyone else will have. They tell a story, I forget which, I forget which rabbit this was. They tell a story that there was one year, you know, in like some town in Europe, there's very little matzah. And they had enough matzah to give every person three matzahs only. This is for two nights. Right? They give every person three matzahs. And so giving out three matzahs to everybody. And one guy shows up. And he's the shamus of one of, the, of a rebbe. And he says, and I forget, there's a different rebbe who was organizing the matzahs. So he comes to the guy. He says, my, he goes, the reb, my rebbe needs six matzahs. Everybody's only getting three matzahs. It's like, what are you doing? He says, my Rebbe said, he's Makbid. He needs to have six matzahs. So he says, okay. So he's like a little disappointed in him. He gives him six matzahs. Like, it's like a chutzah, you know? So he gives him six matzahs. Erev Pesach, just before Yantif, the guy comes back with three matzahs. And he says, I took six matzahs because I knew that if there weren't going to be enough matzahs left, the Reb, you, the Rebbe, were going to give them all away. So I took six so I could bring three back, three back for you so you'd have them for Pesach. Right? Okay, it's a song. So it must have happened. So it's true. It must be true. The story. So there you go. Right? We, we're so, sometimes at the Seder, we get so nervous. We get so nervous, right? We're being machmir. And we should be careful to be, not to be so crazy, not so machmir that it hurts other people, not so machmir that it, that it stares at other people. We do what we got to do.
but not not more, not more than than it's going to hurt somebody else. Okay. Next one, Manishtana. I'm sure you have no people with the very Torah on the Manishtana at your seder. No one's going to have anything to say. Okay, but maybe they won't say this one. Okay, this is a word from the Baal Shem Tov. Baal Shem Tov, the students of the Baal Shem Tov, source number four, point out the following, I think, very, very nice idea. So we see in the Manashtana, he writes as follows, The Fib Shuto, Shekavanasa Lomar, Shebachol Halelos Anu Ochlin, Bein Chametz, Ubein Matzah. Right? What do we say? When we say Yoshvin Umisubin, what do we say? Shebachol Halelos Anu Ochlin, Bein Yoshvin, Ubein Misubin, one or the other. One or the other. What should we say at the Seder for Matzah? One or the other. We don't say that. We say chametz u matzah. Every night in your house, I don't know about you guys, I, I don't, we eat matzah never the whole year. Right? Unless, like, we, unless we, we leave like one box in case like we forget, like a like, mission or something, so you get a matzah, right? But like, no one eats matzah. Chametz u matzah. No one eats chametz and matzah. You eat one or the other, right? So it should be bain chametz, bain matzah. Okay? Check out the Basham Tov. Very beautiful idea. What should have been said? That's what you should have said. Same thing, one or the other. Another question. Also, just say, on other nights we eat chametz. Tonight we eat matzah. However you want to say it. But don't say that every other night we eat chametz and matzah. That's not true. Okay, so what are you going to say? Achim, Ted B'Shari says, Efshel Lefarish, the matzah shal mitzvah, zeicher lelechem toda. The matzah that we eat at the Seder, why are we eating the matzah tonight? We're eating it as a recognition, a thanks to HaKadosh Baruch Hu for the fact that he took us out of Mitzrayim. Some even say the Korban Pesach is like analogous to a type of Korban Toda, right? That a person who would Right? Zeichalechem toda, the arba tzrichel lehodos. Right? There's a, there's a rule, general, right? There are four different people who have to give hodah to Hashem. Today, we don't, being a korban toda, we bench gomel. What are the cases where we bench gomel? Visimanech chayim. What is it? That you remember by the words chayim, right? Chayim, chole, person was sick. Yam, they, tra- they transverse the ocean, right? Person flies, territory, to Israel, whatever. Yot semi basa, person comes out of prison. And Midbar, a person, you know, crosses the desert. Any of those four cases, which are very dangerous, so a person has to bring a korban toda. Today we bench gomel. Okay? V'Yisrael, Yatsumi Beis Hasurim. So we had all these things. Right, what happened to Am Yisrael? We left Beis Hasurim. We left prison. V'gan Yisrapu Micholi HaNefesh. We were saved from our, our, you know, emotionally sick where we were. Vayu Ovin Bayam. And they crossed the, they crossed the Yam. And... Umbe Midbar, and they went through the desert. All four things that a person has to give a korban toda for, we, got, we did all four on the night of the Seder. V'yadu al kitodan, and what's the rule? I mean, you bring a korban toda, a korban toda nechelas layom v'lalo umitzvah v'achilasi. You can eat it for one night and one day, and you have to eat the whole thing. But one of the rules of a korban toda is you bring with it lots and lots and lots of bread. Okay? In fact, the reason we don't say Mizrul soda on Erev Pesach Right, is because you wouldn't be able, in the davening, we don't say Mizmur Soda. Why? Because it involves challah. Typically, typically there's never chametz in the base of Middash, only matzah in the base of Middash. So, But a korban toda was made out of chametz, and it was a lot of it, 30 or 40 loaves of bread. And no person on their own could eat that much bread. So what would you have to do? You have to invite other people. Right? The idea of a pseudos hoda, 
you invite a lot of people, comes from the idea of a korban toda. So the, so the night of the Seder is the ultimate korban toda. Uh, and, and, and if it's the ultimate korban toda, what would you eat at that? And by the way, you would eat, you would put the korban toda involved loaves of bread and matzah. Yeah, and meat also. And matzah. Uh, so if that's true, on a usual korban toda, on a normal day, what would you eat? Chametz umatzah together. Because that would be the, the typical example of a korban toda. Right? Lachain haben shoel, b'nei ma sha'ar achilas lechem le mitzvah, dahainu lachmei toda, shanu ochlem balayla, anu ochlem chametz umatzah biyacha. Then we eat both together. Right? Balayla hazeh, shanu osim gamkin zechel lachmei toda. Why don't we eat the two together? And that's why he says, usually we eat chametz umatzah, and tonight just matzah. That's why he asked the kasha. But the, the, the really nice idea is that what, what the, what's coming, yeah, the reason for the question is because the, 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 the bewilderment if you will, of this very wise child, apparently, is that, typically, that this night is the ultimate korban toda. Right? It's that we chayim, those four things, all those four things happen to us, it's the ultimate reason, lahodos, lahalal, l'shabeach, to thank HaKadosh Baruch Hu for what he did for us when we left Mitzrayim. Different idea for uh, the Manashtana. Okay. Next. Next. The next idea comes from Usher Weiss. A really, I think, really, really nice idea. And he tells a story um, about Rabbi and he, he relates it to this, the idea, right? We, we know that the, uh, the, the Tamidich HaChavim get together in Bnei Brak, and they're sitting, and they're telling the story, and they tell the story until when? They're telling the story until it gets to Shach. Which is nice, it's cool, it's a cool story, but like, what is it? Right? What is it what's it there for? What is it teaching us? Why do we have to tell the story? So lots of Pshatim, why this story is necessary. So he tells a story about you should be happy you didn't go to Rabbi Seder because apparently he wouldn't go home right away after Shul. Okay? Chasidim misaprim. Al-Tzadik HaKadosh Rabbi Levi Yitzchak Mirdechiv. Sanigorin He was the defender of Klai Yisrael, right? He would always, Rabbi Levi Yitzchak was always finding, finding defense for Am Yisrael. Shibidarko mi Beis HaKnesses when he would go home from Shul, the Lel HaSeder, the night of the Seder, Hayam Misakiv, he would go a little slower, right? Which is not really, I'm not going to say about him, but Supposed to go home fast. Start the Seder. Okay, fine. But he, you know, Hasidim, they, they take late. So, so he, would, he would go slow. Why? It's a little creepy. But he would, he would go listen by the windows and the doors of other Jews and hear how they would have a Seder. Because the believe Yisrael would always want to be, have, have ammunition to come to Kaddish Baruch how great Kalah Yisrael is. Okay, so he would like Hang around. Hang around. But some, some years, my parents, some of the years, we go, to my, we go to my parents on the other side of town for the state of, so I'm coming to school Friday night. I, I come to school at night, and then I walk. It's like the most nerve-wracking, anxiety-ridden walk of my life, of, of, the, of like the whole year, because I'm like nervous, everyone's waiting for me, you know? <laughs> and one time they're coming from their school and our school, whatever. So I run out of school. But what I do is, as I'm, as I'm walking, I'm looking in the windows. And I see everybody like starting to say that. That makes me more nervous. But I so I, so I always think of this 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 Misa because when I when that happens. But okay, this year I'm at home. But uh, fine. So he writes like this: Pam Achas, one year, Hikshiv Seder Shal Yehudi Pasha. There was a simple Jew, not a big Tamachacham, a regular Jew who was having a Seder. Ama Aretz, not a very learned person. Vishamu Omer Bislavus Yechida Yehira Yehira. With tremendous Islavas. What was he saying? Echad Chacham. Echad Rasha. Okay, so he's telling the story of the four sons. 
V'kach l'kol echad mi'arba banim. He said it the same way for each of his four sons. V'unimek es minhago b'fnei b'nei beso. And he told him, what's my minhag? Ki zocher hu mimei hayaldus sh'abba li meid oso sh'kosa b'shachan aruch sh'tzarech laharich b'echad. He said it. My father told me, when you say echad, you have to say it long. Where's that come from? Shema. 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 Right? Shema. Okay, it's really like the Taimanim who say, the Dal, we can't say it long, but if you say, right? Well, I think Taimanim, right? So that, that's, that's how you know that they're always right and we're wrong. About how to pronounce things, right? You can't say the Duh longer. It's impossible. Right? But fine. But we say Echad. So this, this like, beautiful Jew was saying, whenever you say the word Echad, you have to, it's like a million medillion, sort of. You know, like, yeah, you have to like, you have to like, vimarich echad all the time. So he's echad chacham, echad Russia. Okay, so it's like kind of comical, right? And really, Yisrael, of course, doesn't make it into a joke. He finds a way to be malam tzchus on this guy that he's really finding the ultimate in the seder. Okay, nasa hakdusha slavi as kap of lamaram. So believe Yitzchak, he raises his hands to the sky. Ve'amar, ribon shalom. Mika Amcha Yisrael, your Jewish people are amazing. Hello, Zekoa Tachlis Shalela Seder. What's the whole goal of the Lela Seder and Sibir Sietzu Tzayim? Lehagia Likabalas Omochu Shemaim. The goal is, like we said, it's the night of Amuna. That's the goal of the Seder. Ugadole Hatanaim Hayumusubin Kola Laila. Umisarpin Vitzietzu. There are people who would sit all night to tell the story. Achigila Tachlisu until reaching this, you know, goal. And they said to them, you know, now you've reached the time for, for Shema. Right? And what's the idea? You've reached the time for Shema. You've reached, you've reached the, vo- the, the idea. You have spent the time talking about Yitzhak the whole night. And you can now say Shema Yisrael Hashem. And you know what it means. You mean it. Wow, Hashem really is Echa. Right? But he said, but this Jew... He says, But look at this beautiful Jew. He's a simple Jew. He's just beginning to say there. And he's already being marich be'echad. He's already reached Hashem Echad at that stage. So that's, uh, you know, uh, it's, a, it's a joke, but it's not a joke. And it's, uh, right, the idea of Echad, Hakam Echad, right, that we are trying to be marich be'echad. It's a very beautiful idea that we should get to uh, that place, that place in our lives. He added this one, I think, cute idea of that. Sadik Hosef, but Derech Tzchos. He added one other thing. He gives man kriyashma shel shacharis. The letters of the word shacharis are chacham, rasha, tam, sheinor, delisho. Within those words. You can, do the, you, can do the, you can try to do the wordle later and figure it out. But, uh, right? but that's right. We talk about all four children. It gets us to a place of understanding, understanding the echad. Okay. All right. So again, I hope you find one of these wacky stories. You know, tell one of the wacky stories at your Seder and then get people to talk. Okay. Idea number six comes from Nesiva Shalom. Nesiva Shalom, Shalom Noach Berzovsky, the Slonim Rebbe, talking about, I think I mentioned, I mentioned this idea last year when we talked in Shabbos Agadol about, about the Russia, about the Russia. And the Russia is a very, very difficult part of the Seder. It's very hard to say shot in the Russia. It's like very difficult for people to, to have these conversations because we... You know, it's hard. We punch him in the face. What does that mean? Why well, we treat someone like that? It's a very uncomfortable point, and we usually we just kind of like get it over with because we're nervous to really talk about the Russia. It doesn't look, it's not so PC. We don't, we don't reject people. Like, what's this about? What, what, what's going on here? And the Son of Rebbe said a very, very beautiful, beautiful shot in this story. And he says like this. 
Ben HaRasha Shoel. The Ben HaRasha, what does he ask? Ma Avodah So what is this, what is this to you? In Yonu Kamashikasav Maran, the Kavrin, the Kavrin, the Kavrin Rebbe said, Atu Bershiyaskinan, he asked, he said, wait a second. The Gemara always says, and then the Gemara gives examples of people, the Gemara will say, wait a second. Like, just to be clear, we don't give examples in the Gemara from people who are shine. Don't do that. We give examples from regular Jews who care about Torah mitzvahs. So he says, it can't be. We say Russia, it doesn't mean really a Russia, because it can't be. We don't, we don't give examples from the Russia. So Ella, what's going on here? Ella Sha'amnam hu Ovid Hashem. He's not a Russia, Mamish. He's an Ovid Hashem. Ach Merov Kishlono Sheyeshlo Kopam Shechozev Enofa Yileyesh. This guy, man or woman, they have a lot of trouble in Navarro Hashem. It's hard for them. They try, and every time they try, they fall down, like a lot of us. We try hard and we fall down. And it get, we, we come to a place where we get ready to give up. Valkain Shoel, Ma Havadazos Lachem. Lachem Vlolo. He says, You guys do it. I'm a nobody. It doesn't work for me. I, you know how it works. I try. I try. I try to learn something. I try to get up for Shacharis. I try to. And it doesn't work for me. It's, 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 it's like too hard for me. I can't. I'm not used to the rigor of a firm life. It's too hard. I can't do it. Lachem Vlolo. Not because he's anti, not because he's angry, because he's given up. Atem shezachitem l'shmir halyonim what you guys, you're good at this, you do it. Avahu shemalei kishlonos miyitzhar rasha borer bohiza a fire v'yitzhar inside himself. Eich yachol avodah. I can't serve Hashem. Hashem doesn't want me. Hashem's disgusted with me. It's not interested in me. That's the Russia, says the Solomon. They love hatshuva. And what is the response to this to this person who's not a bad person? They just make a lot of mistakes. Ilu hayasham. Lo nigal. This is the, one of the most painful sentences in the whole Agarah. Wait, you guys hear me want to come out? It's horrible. It's not, not the Peshat, he says. Perish. Gam anu shkuim hayinu b'mitzrayim. All of us. Mitzrayim, we were all b'mem tesharitumo. We were in the worst place. We were, we were in such a difficult situation. V'rak mikoach sheis chazaknu v'lo yisya'ashnu migulas hanefesh. How did we get out? Because we believed in ourselves that we could do this. We said to ourselves, you know what, I can be better than this. I'm not perfect. I'm not perfect yet. I'm not going to be perfect ever. But I'm going to try. And I'm going to give myself chizik. And I didn't give up on myself. That's how we got here. And if he was there, not that he wouldn't have left because we would have left him. Because we don't not interested in him. It's that if that's your mindset, you get left behind. If that's your mindset that I don't belong, I don't deserve it, that's not how I am. So then... Then you become loya nigal. Right? The point being, not that we don't want him, not that he's really a Russia, but we can't have that mindset about ourselves. And if you have that mindset about yourself, then you can't find gula for yourself because you feel just always bad about yourself and you don't recognize that it's okay. Get up and try again. And then he says even further, Odiyah Shlomar. He goes, and I'll say another pshat. Kamur skidan minim ba'ashem He goes, it doesn't mean that he's a non-amamin in Hashem. Right? And this is a classic, classic slumber idea. This is not just that he didn't believe in Hashem. What does it mean about this person? Not that he doesn't, not in He's not a mammon in himself. Right? He's a person who doesn't, doesn't believe that he can be more. And because he doesn't believe more, he can be more, that's why he gets stuck. Right? Right? He, he's... He, he doesn't believe that he has something left inside of himself. We say about him, he, 
he was kafar bikar. What's a kafar bikar? We say he's, he's an enomamin. No. It means to believe that any Jew is not worthy is to not believe the Yubam Shalom. To believe that there's a Karash Baruch who rejects any of us is to have a, a, a messed up type of amuna. So we say about him, kafar bikar, hakeshinav. You gotta shake him and remind him that that's wrong. Don't think that just because you're so, you feel like you're so low down and you messed up so many times and you've, you've done everything wrong and every Aveira in the book, I've done all those Aveiras. It doesn't matter. Hakeshinav. Don't think that you don't belong. Right? And that's a kafar bikar. To believe that any Jew is not valuable, that any Jew is lost, is to be a kofar. That's to be a person who doesn't have the correct type of amuna. That's a really, I think, really beautiful. Uh, so that's a, it's also works PC. It's very inclusive, also. But but I think it's but it's not just inclusive. It's 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 MS. It's truth. So it's really uh, it's really uh, you know a very beautiful idea. The Kedushas Levi has this we just read before has the same word by Noach. The Medrash says about Noach that Noach was bikatne amunahaya. He had a lack of amunah. Wait, Noach was ish sadik. He says no, but Noach didn't. He, the reason he didn't go around helping people was because he didn't believe in himself. He didn't believe, who am I? Who am I to tell people what to do? Who am I to convince people? Who am I? Right? You have a lack of amun in yourself, so then you're, then you're never going to be able to do what you've got to do. Okay. Okay, next idea. I'll have a couple more ideas before we've got to stop in a couple minutes. So one or two more ideas. This idea I, I've, I've mentioned before, I, lo- I love this idea for two reasons. One, because it's beautiful, and two, because it an- answers such a beautiful question. We put something on the Seder plate Right? Every year we put something on the Seder plate to be our zecher to the Korban Pesach, right? We say Pesach, Matzah, Mara. So when you say Pesach, what do you point to? Shank the shank bone, which we call Zerua. the Zroa. Why a Zroa? Like, uh, first of all, because that's what they wrap up in little paper in the Galat Express, and you, you, that's the you buy and you, you roast, right? But like, who decided that it's the Zroa? Couldn't it be the cave? Like, there are other parts of the animal we could have used. Why do we choose specifically the Zroa? It's a great, I see it's a great kasha. Right? Why? Why is Ro? So Rishomir Druk says such a beautiful idea. And he says like this, we know that the idea, so he says the idea of Zeroah, there's another place where we find this same type of uh, language. Right? The Zeroah is the, is the, Hashem says, Hashem will take us out, but Yachazaka, ube Zeroah netiyah, Hashem did the outstretched arm. Hashem didn't take us out. So where else do we find an outstretched arm in the story of Yitzhak Mitzrayim? Uh, I mean, Baspara. Baspara. It is Miriam Baspara. Yeah. It's Miriam and Baspara, right? But the person who outstretches her arm is Baspara. And what happens in the story? Right? She sees this child, Vatishlachas Amata, which the real shot means she sends her maidservant to get the baby. Right? But we said, the measure says what? That Vatishlachas Amata, she sent out her arm. And what does the measure say? Her arm becomes super long, like Gumby or a Stretch Armstrong, yeah. right? Stretch arm, right? Yeah, what else? Inspector Gadget, whatever, right? Go, go, Gadget arms, right? Whatever it is, whatever example you want to give, it's not reality, right? To reach that far, if the thing was all the way down there by the arm, so, and I reach my arm, I'm not going to catch it. So what's the kasha? Why'd she reach? Why'd you put her arm out for? You're not going to get it anyways. So it says you're a drug, that's exactly the, that's exactly the beauty. Right? What happens? She knows that she's not going to reach. But what does she say to herself? I can't not try. I can't not try. I got to try. Whatever's going to happen, I got to try. And so what does she do? So she stretches out her arm. What happens when she tries? Oh, the Boshalom helps her. And she actually is able to, able to do it. So he says, Omrim Rabbaseinu Baalei Amusr. 
Tzorim, it's bolded. Omer, Rebbe, Sinu, We're in source number seven. What is it? Seven. In the third paragraph, I think. Fourth. Omer, Rebbe, Sinu, Balei, Moser. Kimikan, Anu, Lameidim, Yesod, Galdo, Bavos, Hashem. We learn an amazing Yesod, Navos, Hashem. Basia, Bas, Parvat, Yesod, Shaloti, Alea, Shum, Tviya, Amin, Hashemayim, Madua, Hilo, Hitzilas, Hayelet, Shanim, Sabateva. She said, it can't be. No one should ever say about me that I didn't try. She did whatever she could. I'm never going to be successful. I'll never finish the job. Moshe Rabbeinu sets up the first three Ari Miklat on his side of the yard, even though he knows he's not going to go into Eretz Israel. I got to do the most that I can possibly do. Right? Even though I know I won't finish it, you got to try. I show when I do that, even if I know I won't fix it, finish it, I show how far I can, I'm willing to try. How far I'm willing to stretch myself. Right? That's where you put the zeroa on the plate. We're not even, all the things we get from Hashem, Right? We, we, not, we don't even like deserve it all. But we'll do everything that we can do. Even we just send our shorthand, which can't possibly reach as far as it's supposed to go. And we say, Hashem, look, we're going to do our side. We'll do our part. We're going to stretch as far as we can stretch. And we know that by stretching as far as we can stretch, we can't reach the goal in the end. We're never going to finish it. Right? We're never going to get the, you know, bring the Google ourselves. We're never going to make ourselves perfect. We're never, those things are not really even attainable on our own. But we say to Kaddish we will put out our Zeroa. Right? We'll, we'll be Fatishlach Samata, and we ask you to do what you do, which is fill in the rest. And so we sit with a Korban Pesach on the table, which is not a Korban Pesach, it's a Zeichel Korban Pesach. Right? And, we, and we like wish that we didn't have to have this Nebuch Zeroa. Cost four dollars, and it shouldn't even cost four dollars. But okay, it costs four dollars, and you have it on the table, and like it's like a, such a nebuch, right? It's such a nebuch. It's like a nothing. You're used to having a corn pesach, right? And you have like this nothing. You say, yeah, but it's the zroa. It's my stretch. I'm gonna reach. I'm gonna try. So if I reach and I try, who knows? The Shalom might be willing to uh, to fill it in. So with that, I think we're out of time. So we'll stop here. But uh, you know, like I said, it's not a nice a net of divrei Torah per se but it is a night to uh, find the ideas that can get us to the Echad, the ideas that can get us to that sense of Akash that our job in this world is to stretch and to try and to strive, not because we're perfect, because we're not perfect, but to know that we're all Zoha and we're all Roy, and the Yibon Shalom knows who we are inside and no one should give up. And this is, should be a night of Chizik. It's a night of Chizik. And I vote Hashem, and we should, if we use the night that way, and we make it fun for the kids, and it's exciting, and all the, the fun and the good and the, all that stuff we put it together, then we should be zochah that the night of our Seder, and if we're where we are, continue to be Seders here in Chazlar, to meet Hashem, we should be zochah that our nights of the Seder should give us such chizik and such strength that we shouldn't uh, need a Seder next year, Mitzvah Hashem, where our Seder should be next year in Yushalayim. Okay. Thank you. Thank you.